how's it going everyone so as you can see from the title of this thing uh, i want to dive into the top topic of tartaria mind control in the, in the decoding of non-fictional reality um the the topic of tartaria if you're not familiar with it it's obviously one that's heavily linked um to um the general theme of ancient cultures um c cultures of the past being a lot more advanced technologically sp and spiritually um, then we kind of give them credit for as you all know that the, the the mainstream narrative you know is that um we come from apes and then we develop again we keep to continue to keep developing we're more advanced than we've ever been on the planet currently right now uh we're not special um so on so on so on um but what i feel about the what's interesting to me about the tartaria quest conversation and uh, topic is that it really does um take you not take you not on, on kind of not just an outward journey but takes you on an inner journey and it becomes a spiritual process as you start looking back into ancient cultures so i really wanted to analyze all this information from a higher mind and a higher perspective as i always do so i really hope you enjoy this one i really dive into some really have some really interesting stuff that i dig up with this one for sure from a physical and a metaphysical perspective and i hope you gain a lot of insight into some things that i've come across on my journey and things that i'm still continuing to learn you know i don't have this full picture worked out yet but as I'm working my way to to find the full picture, I'm going to share what information and my current level of consciousness I have with you and things that I've uncovered and unlocked uh, in regards to this conversation. There's probably there's loads more to be uncovered with this. Like I say, I've only just scratched the surface with this one. Even though this one went deep, I still only scratched the surface. You know, This is probably could be part one of part 50 uh, of the stuff that I've been uncovering and uh, some of the things i've been digging up <laughs> and diving down the rabbit hole uh, but anyway just before i dive into this one if you can as always check out the one-off donation option and the patreon page it really is a great way to help me to keep this thing going it's uh because of the people who donate and through the patrons is one of the big reasons why this podcast keeps going you know and keeps going as you know i've never run ads on this thing and um you know i the only way for this podcast to keep keep going is through the donations and the support of you out there and i really mean that you know um it takes a lot of time and effort to do this and um it gives me a little bit of a platform and a base to to cover you know the web website and cover the, the um the podcast hosting so it really means a lot and i thank you from the bottom of my heart the current patrons and people who have donated over the past who keep this thing going i really mean that and also as well um another way that um another service that i'm currently now offering is personal one-on-one -on -one coaching if that interests any of you any of you out there already work with a, a few listeners who um, listen to the podcast and um, it's really great to kind of help people on their journeys and help people in um, working on certain aspects within inside themselves so if this is something that interests you um, and you want to work on some deep stuff um, in a safe container or you just want to have a friend that you can dive into some deep topics with and uncover some questions that you may have um i offer many different coaching uh, programs and uh, one-off coaching sessions so if that interests you just ch you can reach out my dm on instagram or you can go to the ascend podcast website and you'll find links below anyway that's all i'm going to say enough of me rambling enjoy this one uh, it's a good one big love
How's it going everyone? Just want to make sure that I'm live. I hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world and I'm looking really forward to this one. There's going to be a lot of diving into some really interesting stuff in this one for sure and I'm sure it's going to uh, tingle your consciousness, that's for sure. Um, this topic of Tartaria and um, in relationship to higher knowledge and in, 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 in relationship to the metaphysical always uh, really tickles uh, the, the deep, the seeker in me, you know. And it's a it's a fascinating one, you know, that really is tied into the evolution of consciousness. It's tied into who we are as people. So I, I really always get a lot of value out of diving into this because it really does highlight, it shows a lot of times this conversation of like how much we've been controlled, you know, and how much, how far we've also fallen, but also at the same time, from a positive perspective, where we can go to is, is a civilization. And I really want to break down some deep metaphysical stuff. As you know, I, I really like try to tie in the metaphysical in a Tartaria because a lot of people kind of like really focus on the physical. But I think the deeper message underneath that is the metaphysical, you know. And I already see a few questions coming in as well. Uh, there's a question there by Gary now. I'll dive into that in a bit for sure. Uh, but I just wanted to speak a little bit and then I'll... Um, to get the topic going and then I'll love to see what you questions you have about it and also what's your thoughts in the comments too um but you know Tartaria uh, the question of Tartaria mind control and their uh, decoding and non-fictional reality as, as the title of this thing and I wanted to really kind of uh, dive deep into this topic because you know the pursuit of ancient knowledge for me as you all know um I've spoke about many times but it really does like it really does it does really kind of like uh, activate something within us because I just think that this information is in decode in the decoding of this kind of information is so important and, and I think when you do kind of start looking back at the past especially when it comes to Tartaria and um, kind of our metaphysical um, origins with a, and you look at this information with a higher mind it really does kind of start unraveling some really deep gems and and I think there's times as well which is interesting when um when Laura probably wishes that um that I continue watching pornography <laughs> because uh, there's times when uh, I just kind of like keep banging on about this sort of stuff because it really does interest us. Um, but all jokes aside, I think um I think you know there's a common question with like this when you do look at the topic of like Tartari and stuff in ancient civilizations. You know, like people obviously always ask the question like, what does this have to do with my life right now? And um, I wanted to just get that question out of the way because a lot of people ask that. And I think right now, um, everything on the planet is coming to the surface. You know, I think we are, a lot of us are now starting to decode, decode and decode like this non-fictional reality that we've been brainwashed with. And I think once you start kind of um, expediting your own inner worlds, you know, you start doing the same to your outer worlds and it becomes this kind of this spiritual process. You know, and you start to realize that the non-material uh, and the inner worlds are also of the same thing. Um, but obviously, however, as we all know, you know, current civilization doesn't kind of blend them two things together. You know, we don't operate like that. Um, so that is why I think that what's interesting to me is that when we do kind of look back at the Tartarian Empire and we look back at ancient civilizations of the past... Um, and we start looking at the this all the hidden architecture that's still kind of hidden in plain sight right now. And you look at all these great buildings around the world who were supposedly less advanced than us. You know, we see when you re when you look at them with a higher mind, you start to see a consciousness and a culture and peoples um, who designed these buildings 
and civilizations blending the inner worlds and the outer worlds together, you know. So that's why I feel it's very important to go back and um, sort of start piecing some of this together because, you know, if you don't, fundamentally, you know, if you don't know your place in the universe, um, you don't know who you are, you don't know what your roots are, um, the fact is you just become a victim, you know. Um, and there's something about this place that I've always knew um, that's a lot bigger than we've been told and we've been led to believe. And like I said before, when you start looking back at this stuff with a higher mind, it really starts activating stuff within you. Um, and you really do start activating that higher mind, if you want to call it that. And I think when you internally develop a, an ability to see um, the world uh, in a different way with new eyes, you know, different things start to repair. It's like the same if you start watching a movie with a higher mind, if you watch a film with a higher mind and you kind of, or you watch a documentary of a higher mind, you know, you start seeing things that you never seen. So that's why I always feel like it's always important to kind of, to develop yourself to a certain level of a higher mind, then keep going back and looking at ancient cultures like Tartaria with a higher mind. Because when you do so, you start really seeing some new interesting stuff with new lenses. Um, and it's really interesting to me because, you know, with all the evidence that is coming out around all these cultures of the past in regards to Tartari and ancient civilizations we can now start painting this picture and start realizing that these peoples were more far advanced physically and spiritually you know and the evidence right now you know suggests 100 percent that the this this is this um there was advanced peoples of the past you know and it's interesting like just to to mention you know it's interesting because i remember you know, when I was brought up in school and like even the narrative still now, which is hilarious, you know, where they speak about how, you know, you were, um, you came from apes <laughs> they, you, and then you keep evolving and technology is better now than it's ever been before, on and on and on, which as you know is bullshit, you know, and I, I really believe, you know, we came back, we came, if you, the further that you look back, you start realizing that we came from a past of extreme higher knowledge and understanding of the nature of this place the nature of the self and the nature of the soul and all this knowledge is being hidden so you have to ask yourself you know why is it being hidden you know um and even you know even though it's been all being hidden which is interesting you know we still and even though all these lies have like have basically governed our entire life since birth through the schooling system you know even with that being said it's still all in plain sight which is interesting but just to kind of like dive into a few things, you know, I'm not going to um, be able to cover the the whole topic of Tartaria um, because I would be here for five hours, which I could do. But I just wanted to briefly touch on some on some interesting things that I, that I, that I am that I can rack me, me brain on. And I wanted to bring to the surface because when it comes to kind of uh, Tartaria and the, the remnants of in piecing together and showing infant and showing and showing research highlighting the fact that there was a piece in, in human history that has been kind of hidden, you know, and being brushed over. It was interesting, I was reading something about how in um, 1957 it was, um, power tools were, through the mainstream narrative anyway, were supposedly firstly created in 1957. And it's interesting because if we look at a lot of, um, a lot of megalithic st uh, stones, around the world like for example the great pyramid of giza is being carbon dated to at least ten thousand years old with the work of robert shock who um did the work on the sphinx and found that the the water erosion affected this the great the sphinx from ten thousand years ago we've also got gobekli tepe which has been carbon dated um 
to around 14,000 years ago many other megalithic structures around the world and we look at these megalithic structures and these stones are cut to precision which is interesting but supposedly power tools were only created in 1957 um, even for example another one like if anyone out there has looked into the step wells which are really interesting so basically step wells are are something that's created uh, which 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 has great complexity which is used and designed in a way to uh, to preserve water and a lot of cultures in the past had this um and they supposedly were all crafted with hand tools which is hilarious we've also got like the the gigantic um canal networks um all over the world we've got all the great cathedrals around the world which were supposedly um done with horses and cart and hand tools uh which is hilarious you know we've got complicated aqueducts and locks um from from the time of supposedly using little tools and their uh, horse and uh, cart which is hilarious and even for example you know like to go even a little bit more deeper and a little bit more even further back you know we look at the the pyramids for example you know i mean if you even if you just look at the pyramids you know like we don't even have like do we really have the kind of the mental abilities right now and the consciousness to to create something like that you know the pyramid itself we is like um i think it's something like is it six million tons i think it weighs like it's either six million or nine million tons it weighs um but it's a it's a big feat you know and um we've got like for example even in the great pyramids just to speak of another one the shafts within the um the great pyramid align perfectly with the circular polar stars you know and to do that requires a great level of mathematics and astronomy and and much more too as well We've got the star cities. If anyone's looked into the star cities, we've got all the cities underground. We've got the pyramids underground. We've got the pyramids underwater. Um, you know, and supposedly people with limited abilities of the past uh, and building skills have designed these structures with deeply interwoven mathematics, astrological precision, and great detail. You know, um, and supposedly people who had an, uh, had no in industrial ability. You know, so it blows my mind. And even just to speak of another one that's come to my mind, and I could speak of so many more. Um, this one always blows a lot of people's minds. But in the even, for example, the Amazon jungle, a lot of people believe that the Amazon jungle is natural, but the Amazon jungle is actually man-made. So a lot of people in the past believed that the Amazon jungle was a natural thing, but a natural phenomena. But peoples of the past who have been lost in, uh, in lost in time, you know, des basically designed their own ecosystem. To create weather manipulation to also grow a more tropical environment to grow foods and they, what was really interesting that they also had a, a very sophisticated soil that biologists in the world now don't understand and can't replicate um so i think what's really interesting to me is like from freshly from a physical perspective when you look at the tartaria question and civilizations of the past being more advanced you know and that's just a few you know i could speak about so many more but when you start piecing these things together, you know, it starts building up this 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 huge picture in your mind that everything we've been taught is a lie, you know, everything about reality is a load of bullshit. And um, you start kind of like piecing this together, you know, it starts doing something to you metaphysically, it starts activating different properties with inside yourselves, inside yourself. And I think what's interesting to me is like I'm always interested in the metaphysical side of things. And it's not only like do the physical things start eventually i feel like all these different things when you're looking at all these different um different all these different buildings around the world and you start looking into the the finer dimensions of what these 
what these uh, what the, all this architecture around the world stands for and what it truly stands for it leads you to the metaphysical and um for example from the metaphysical properties you know like a lot of these structures around the world are all built um upon ley lines which is always interesting to me so there are certain magnetic um areas within the which this has been scientifically proven as well from a physical perspective there is uh, ley lines all around the world where which carries and harnesses greater energy for the human and properties for the human being which i think is really interesting so you know they built they built these uh, structures all around the world specifically on these ley lines they also developed a lot of these structures um with highly advanced secret geometry they also designed them with um astronomy at the heart of them lining them up to certain star systems they also, um, as you know, embedded them with advanced knowledge um, of the pineal gland, of the nature of the soul, um, of the nature of reality. Um, they designed them with uh, acoustics at the heart of them to affect the, the human resonance, to affect human consciousness. Um, also, as well, to go even a little bit deeper, a lot of these structures, which I haven't heard a lot of people talk about when it comes to the Tartaria question, and you know even not just the tartari question but all megalithic structures around the world if you want to club everything together because i think it's all highly linked is that a lot of these buildings and there was a really good book that i read a long time ago and i can't remember the name now um but i think the books might be called the mind's eye or something like that but i can't remember this but it was basically a guy who wrote a book about uh, the sec the sacred nature of of architecture and i remember like reading this when i was about 17 years old and being fascinated by it i didn't understand a lot of it but now i kind of do and it was talking about how how great art architects um and painters painters and artists also do the same to this as well musicians do the same comedians do the same too but you know they embed um the greatest architects in the world will embed sacred messages within their structures uh, and and that's in relationship to the builders of the past um, you know, a lot of interest in like Leonardo da Vinci used to do this with a lot of his, a lot of his paintings. You know, like if you look into the um, his paintings of the um, a lot of the work that he did, he really has a lot of um, deep metaphysical messages embedded within them. Uh, and I really love that. I've always loved like looking at artists who do that because I think that's that's the power of using creativity in art. You know, to spread deeper metaphysical knowledge. And even like on a even on like a say for example, on a, a subconscious level. See, on a conscious level sorry we don't really see that we don't feel it and understand it but on a subconscious level on like more of an intuitive perspective you know you f you you the, it speaks to you in ways that you don't yet understand like i feel like the pyramids and a lot of these architecture around the world do this when you walk into them they do something to you You know you feel it on your body and uh, there's an interesting guy uh, who developed a self-sustainable community in a place in america called arcrosanti uh, a guy called paolo solari is a famous italian architect and I remember years ago um, hearing his an interview by him and he was speaking about how how he was designing architecture in a way that to to affect um, human consciousness so that when you walk through certain buildings, it actually affects you in certain ways. And for example, look at the modern day world now. All the buildings are square structures, you know, they're built out of concrete. For example, look at a lot of the ancient cultures of the past, even, for example, all the roundhouses, you know, they built houses um with a different consciousness you know like and, and then go even further back and look at all the different structures they were they were um they had a deeper on they had a higher mind when it comes to architecture you know um, and i want to speak about why i believe that is as well in, in a, a very soon but like i said you know the metaphysical 
the metaphysical properties um, are something that to me you know always blows my mind and i think one of the biggest things i don't hear a lot of people talk about is um is the the when it comes to a lot of these buildings around the world and a lot of these architecture is um is the astrological nature of them because i always think like um what i feel like what a lot of these what what's at the heart of a lot of these civilizations is they they are with their architecture they're in building the astrological nature of the self and you know we're in a world that a lot of people don't really understand and we're in a in a world that is embedded with of embedded with an astrological nature to the heart of it you know like everything comes in cycles you know everything within our, in our own selves comes in cycles and a lot of cultures of the past you know designed that consciousness at the heart of it you know and it's interesting because um, to go a, a little bit deeper as well, um, and obviously the astrological uh, nature of like who we are and how that relates to the universe and how the ancients were doing that as well. You know, that's a whole podcast for itself that I will dive into one day and I'll dive into that more. But just to take this a little bit, ang another angle and to give a bit more of an understanding. Um, if you look back at a lot of kind of, um, especially with Mayan culture, but there's other several uh traditions and cultures around the world who also highlight and demonstrate this too with their buildings and their architecture but basically they always a lot of cultures in the past especially when it comes to the, just use the maya for example they describe and and speak about nine levels of the universe and if you, it's interesting if you look at a lot of like um mayan pyramids you know they built the pyramids to reflect these nine levels of universe so if you look basically at the the pyramids, the terraces that go up uh, to the to top of, to the top of the pyramid, they're basically built in correspondence to nine different waves of consciousness, and they basically built these pyramids in a way to reflect their metaphysical understandings that they have of the, had of the universe through the nine quantum states. So they knew that um, that that through time. Um, each quantum state was carried by a wave with inside of the with inside of the, the evolution of consciousness, which can be downloaded by human beings. So this is also like a lot of people have spoke about this and wrote about this. How within human evolution there is these fast cycles of consciousness that affect uh, the human being, affect the human psyche, and humans go through different uh, ages of 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 known. Um, and there's so much evidence to suggest that. But when it comes to the Mayan pyramid, which is in Chichen Itza, which is really interesting, at the bottom of the pyramid, there's also um, a statue called Quetzalcoatl, which is basically symbolized by, uh, it's symbolized as a like a dragon, which if you look in a lot of Japanese culture, the dragon used to, dragon in deeper mythology means cosmic energy, it means, serp, it means serpent. And also what's really interesting uh, on the on the winter equinox, when the sun hits the the Chichen Itza pyramid at a certain uh, time, which you can look this up if you do some research, the pyramid actually, as the light on the winter solstice hits the pyramid, it changes into scales all the way up the stairs of the pyramid, which I think blows my mind. So they were trying to replicate and show the, how the universe moves through these different quantum states, and you know I I really believe that this 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 is what goes on you know human human beings humanity goes through a fall and an awakening of consciousness and um, I don't know the full workings of this yet I'm still start I'm still piecing this together I'm still starting to like take work from all many different researchers and also do my own inner workings and, and tie this together but I believe that 
humanity, you know, we go through these stages where we have a civilization of vast knowledge and then something happens, you know, not necessarily something, maybe it's something that we do ourselves, you know, but something happens in civilization <clears throat> where we have a, a great fall in consciousness. And like I said before, I really believe that these uh, collective cycles, you know, they affect how human beings perceive and create reality. And I really do, be I really do believe that. And I think, you know, what's really interesting right now on the planet is, you know, so much uh, evil is starting to be uh, is starting to re be revealed, and and I think it's starting to also reveal at the same time how, so much beauty and hope at the same time, you know, especially with a lot of this ancient knowledge that comes forward. Um, and I think for so long, we've been kind of under a spell, you know. Um, like, you know, for example, like, I always remember the, the, the spell of, like, oh, the, the pyramids were built by slaves, you know? And it's, like, like, once you, like, get out of that consciousness, you know, once you get out of that frequency that's being pumped out, and you move beyond that, once you wake up, you know, there's no going back in how you, how you perceive reality. But, like, these are the kind of, like, these are the spells that I kind of, like, keep putting out all the time, you know? I even remember, um, which was hilarious, when I, when I last spoke about uh, and sp touched on the topic of ancient cultures and Tartaria, I remember sp someone speaking, sent us this really long email, which is hilarious, and like four pages long, and trying to trying to like uh, tell tell us how how I was completely wrong, how the pyramids were built, and there's a simple solution that they just use concrete, and uh, I thought that was really hilarious. How like how how like this guy went to the length to like write a four page essay trying to describe to me how the pyramids were built out of concrete but um you know even modern stream mainstream uh, culture already knows that they were built out of limestone which is interesting but supposedly this guy says reckons that they just got a concrete mixer and used concrete blocks and eventually they turned into the pyramids which is hilarious you know so i'm sure i've heard some other funny ones as well like how the pyramids were built you know as well but um there's some there is some funny there's some funny interactions that you get when you do a podcast that's for sure when you start putting information out there on the internet you get some funny uh, interactions that's for sure it always brings the laugh but you know but once you get past the consciousness of that the pyramids were built by uh, <laughs> were built by guys using trowels and uh, with cement mixers uh, and with the arses hanging out and you get past the stage that these slaves align these stones. Uh, <laughs> Astrolog with astro astro astrological precision, um, you start realizing that, that there is a lot deeper metaphysical stuff at the heart of this, you know. But I think, you know, what I think is really interesting is that when you do move beyond that mind, you know, you start realizing and looking at all these different architectures around the world and start realizing how beautiful they are and how how there was like a, a real like love and attention put into these things. And I think one of the biggest thing, reasons why I feel like this whole topic to me is really interesting and try to kind of, to try and kind of make sense and bring this into our lives now in, in, into the Monday reality to give you a picture and give you a sense why I feel it's really important is because a big part of me can see that all these different structures and architecture around the world were built at a time when men... You know, and I'm just using that men in a word like, you know, men, we always use men, but like men and women, but specifically men, you know, um, men were driven less by fear and they were more connected to fear, if you know, they were more connected to a higher consciousness. 
And I think when you are at a higher consciousness, you have more energy, you know? You can make um unbelievable things, you know? Like we all know that when you when you when you when you when you're like you know, when you're doing your your passions, you know, you you're putting your energy into things that are that really flourish you flourish your soul and give energy to you you can see how how much more attention and detail you give to things how much more connected you are to source through doing them activities um and i really believe that that when i really believe that that to some degree you know that energy has right now it has been hijacked um in many different forms you know and i think people in the past were so connected to god um and and I believe that right now, you know, we're not connected to God, you know, and, and we're just, that's why we get to see when we look around the world, we get to see all these, these like shitty square boxes, you know, like we're making things in squares, you know, um, and square boxes and things that are made out of concrete, like I said before, with that guy who emailed us. But the, the interesting thing is, is like, what is being like coming to the surface now and kind of being prevailed, like through the awakening, if you want to use that word that you know the upside down world you know hasn't been here for that long you know like this this disconnect from reality like the up we're living and currently living in the upside down world but the it's starting to turn back around again you know and more people are starting to connect to what's real you know and it's interesting because like uh, if you start kind of looking at a lot of um like if you start looking at a lot of um untraumatized kids in the world you know if you if you analyze them you know they're a lot more connected you know they're a lot more connected to source and i think if you in life if you start following you know them basic fundamental things you know and you keep your soul connected uh, it keeps it and it prevents you from falling you know if you have them fundamental things in place you know where you you, you understand and you tapped into that there's something higher than yourself you know um and you you keep good you you keep good uh, faith and you keep good mora- have high moral high 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 level of morality, you know that's when, um, that's when you can can that's when you can truly connect you know, <clears throat> and I think that's how you can be spun into the web when you when you web sorry when you're not connected to these things and you don't have a greater sense, um that's when you can be pulled into to the spell of humanity you know. But I think all this vast knowledge is starting to come back. You know, I think that's what we're starting to see. I really do, and I really do think there's, there's, uh, there's so much hope for humanity. You know, I really, I really do believe that. Um, so I'm going to jump into some questions anyway. Someone in the comments, Gary says, "What happened to these ancient civilizations?" Yeah, well, that's a really interesting question, and, and it's, and to be honest with you, it's one that, uh. I'm not going to sit here and say that I know the answer. This is one that a lot of minds have tried to work out for such a long time. You know, some of the the greatest um, minds have like tried to ponder this question for such a long time. You know, Plato tried to understand this even in the past. You know, he talked about the Great Flood. He talked about the natural disasters. Even the work of Ronald Carlson and Graham Hancock, Robert Schock. Uh, you know, there's many different um, ancient minds, ancient scholars who have kind of tried to attack this question and understand like what's happened to humanity. Um, but my, to give my own personal understanding on this, um, I believe that that the peoples of the past, you know, were just us. You know, I don't believe that. I'm 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 leaning away from that. That it was extraterrestrials who helped uh, people develop these structures and give past this knowledge down. I believe that it was just us with a higher mind in the past. I really do believe that. 
And I think a lot of this knowledge has kind of been lost in some way. Uh, there is definitely physical evidence of a natural disaster. There's also theories talking about how certain civilizations get to a certain stage of human consciousness and we get too carried away with ourselves and then, you know, we have a this the cycle of nature of this place has makes humanity have a fall in consciousness so we forget who we are again. Um but I just believe, you know, like I do I can't see how um how how the how the evolution of consciousness has this cycle of nature where where humanity goes around these 24,000 year cycles and we forget and re remember again. I really do believe that. Um, Gary also asked another good question in the comments. Um, and if anyone's got any questions as well when I'm answering this, I would love to see any of your thoughts and feedback in the comments to see what you think. But uh, Gary also asked another question. He said, did cultures of the past know we would fall? Well, I believe that. I, I really do believe that they did because... What I get a sense of is that if you look at a lot of these pyramids around the world, you know, they, they're they like time machines, you know, like that's what I believe they are. And I believe that that they knew that humanity was going to have a fall in consciousness and they knew that the only way to pass a message through in time would be to build a, um, a structure that would last the stead of time, you know, would last any uh, natural um, disasters, would last the natural conditions of evolution uh, and would also be something you know stone would last the stead of time you know we look at a lot of these pyramids around the world you know they've they're interwoven with metaphysical knowledge that uh to pass that down to future generations you know i really do believe that so that at one time when we do have a higher mind we can sort of start unrevealing it and accessing it you know and, and sort of um you know starting to um to tap into this tap into this world you know because i believe that what i really do believe is that when you do access that higher mind you know you can access this information in a complete different way you know i also believe that if anyone's looked into the work of um alistair crowley um he done a lot of interesting stuff when it comes to metaphys metaphys the metaphysical um but in one of his books he speaks about how in the king's chamber there is a metaphysical component to it that if you enter in a, you can enter the king's chamber through a dream state or through astral projection and there's a, um, a like a what's the word i'm looking for here but there's like a non-material realm that the egyptians actually have kind of left there which is really interesting i've never like been able to do that and get there yet but um definitely something that i aspire to to check out through the non-material like through the astral or for the dream state i've had some a lot of interesting experiences through the dream state with the great pyramids <clears throat> um, i had a dream once where like kind of uh where the hieroglyphs were all like 3d and all multicolored. And I could kind of understand them to some degree, but as soon as I popped out the dream state, like that information just disappeared. But I do believe that there's a lot of like when it comes to the metaphysical, there's like there's so much like on the surface that we don't understand. Um, someone said in the Adam said in the comments, "Have you listened to Michael Tarsarian?" Yeah, I have. I've checked out a lot of his uh, content. A really, really fascinating guy. Like I say, there's there's so many uh, great researchers when it comes to this. You know, there's so many great documentaries that uh, are really kind of like uh, at the cutting edge of this. You know, I always liked uh, Michael Kramer's perspective uh, years ago. He was one of the first guys um, who started talking about how civilization was not only kind of like, not only like say 10,000 years old in terms of advancement, but like millions of years in terms of advancement. And I thought he had a lot of interesting points to make, you know, regardless whether he was true in terms of millions. Um, we don't even know what the nature of this place really is, you know, but we're definitely uncovering it. 
But one thing's clear that human beings definitely had, or pockets of human beings in the past, definitely who built the pyramids, who built a lot of these architecture and structures of the past. Even some of these great cathedrals, uh, <clears throat> the gigantic um, the gi- gigantic canal systems and uh, the also the... Um, the, the the fountains the the the, the highly powered fa- fountains that we see in a lot of botanical gardens and stuff and on and on and on and on definitely had a, a higher mind at the thinking higher mind at the central of their thinking you know i really do believe that um but like i said i just i do 100 percent just go back to that question i do believe that that you know cultures of the past knew that they had to embed this mess these messages down to to pass it down to a future civilization <clears throat> Another good question. Um, uh, someone said, talked about Graham Hancock. Yeah, Graham Hancock's definitely been a, a big inspiration for a lot of my uh, information, for sure. Um, Gary said, uh, another good question. Gary's got the questions tonight, um, but it's another good one. Gary said, what's your thoughts on the Giants? That's a really interesting question. So, like, if anyone have looked into the work of the Nephilim giants, giants, that's really interesting too. Uh, the Giants is an interesting one to me, and I'll try and kind of like bring some new information on this too, as well, because I've spoke about this in the past. But there's loads of remnants around the world, and uh, scriptures and peoples and stories talking about giants roaming the planet, um, and a lot of the uh, Michael Tellinger done some work like we're finding skeleton remains and there's also been a, uh, another researcher but his name's crossing my mind right now who's done a lot of work but if you type it type in nephilim giants on online somewhere you'll if it hasn't been grabbled if it hasn't been hid in the algorithms you'll find them uh, but there's a lot of evidence suggests that there was civilizations in the past who were of bigger stature you know people who were giants um, which is really interesting to me uh and what I was going to say to add, to add a, a new piece of information, uh, but actually before I go there, I'll t- quickly touch on the Denisovians. So if anyone's looked at the work of the Denisovians, which is also another uh, argument and some more information to add to the first thing I was talking about in the beginning of this podcast, um, talking about the advancements of civilizations, there is a there was a race uh, called the Denisovians who uh, live in uh, Siberia, which is really interesting. And... Um, they were supposedly just to tie into the giant thing. They were supposedly about between uh, seven foot and nine foot tall, were of bigger stature, and they reside in Siberia. And what's come forward in terms of the Denisovians, which is really interesting, is that the Denisovians were have been through through genetic material, like through dating of genetic material, and some of the artifacts and things that they found from that time of year believe people a lot of researchers believe that they were over 200,000 years old to what they know and the evidence that is coming forward is that 200,000 years ago the Denisovians they domesticated horses they had sophisticated jewelry <coughs> and people might think like oh that's nothing domesticating horses and people might think like oh making jewelry is nothing you know you can I can make some jewelry on the beach but the thing is you can't make jewelry with laser laser precision you know like some of the jewelry that they're finding is laser laser precision and requires advanced technology you know it doesn't just require you going down to the beach and finding a couple of crystals and starting to like tie them around a couple of vines or a couple of dandy uh, dandelions or something you know or a couple of weeds you know like to create this jewelry that they found, it creates uh, requires great precision. And there's also the use of like domestication of wheat and the domestication of crops. Um, 
early signs of uh, use of creating pharmaceuticals. So there's like there's a lot of information when it comes to Denisovians. So if you want to like rack your brains and go down a rabbit hole, look into that too as well. Um, but just to give a new piece of information on the on the giants uh, and tied into kind of like also these cycles of consciousness. Um, if anyone's looked into the channel Divine Truth, like Jesus has a really interesting perspective on giants on the planet. Um, he didn't talk specifically to giants, but what he talked about was in relationship to consciousness. And he was speaking about how um, as human beings go through uh, evolving consciousness and, and get closer to God, he said that uh, generations start to get taller and taller and taller and taller, which is very interesting to me. So if as we develop in consciousness, as we develop in love, if we kind of from a physical structural level, we start growing bigger and bigger and bigger and developing, you know, it's interesting, you know, is it true? I don't know, but it's, it was an interesting thing I wanted to bring, bring to the table, you know. I think we, what we don't understand as a civilization and what I'm starting to come into truth with is like how we don't understand like the, the, the direct relationship between, between the metaphysical and the physical has on one another. You know the, the the deep symbiosis that the that you can what you can cultivate through working on the non-material and how it affects the physical. You know, uh, and I think that's what like kind of a lot of these cultures of the past understood. You know, and interwoven that they knew that if you kind of like if you can govern the parameters within inside of the self, you can affect the outer world. You know, and I think that's what they were doing with a lot of these structures. You know, they were designing kind of like a an internal world within inside of these pyramids. And matching them kind of uh, astrologically to the stars, um, embedding deep mathematics, um, embedding deep spiritual wisdom, using acoustics, uh, and harnessing energy in some way that kind of reflects the inner world to the outer worlds. That's what I believe that the the um, like the the seeing that they say, you know, what is above, so below; what is inside, what is outside. You know, um, the water is above, the water is below. And I believe that this, I really do believe that in the future, like the, the, the deeper metaphysical understandings of the properties and the nature of water are going to start to really come to the surface more. And we're going to understand like what it is about the the nature of water and what's involved in, because I, I believe what I'm, the position I'm is I believe that we're in water, you know, I believe that that's what they meant, you know, like the water's above, the water's below, we're in the metaphysical soup, you know, we're in the metaphysical waters. And in this realm, this realm, I'm not calling it a planet anymore. You know, this realm's something much more different than we've been led to believe. Um, you know, you just got to take some, take some. I'm not advocating this because I'm having a fast from this, but you've just got to take some shrooms and look at the night sky, and you'll see the grid. You know, the grid's all around us, and that's the grid that the the ancient cultures knew about. You know, that's what. Um, they were connected via the ley lines, all these different structures around the world, and they embedded them with all the different ley lines all around the world. And they knew that, and I don't even understand this yet because I haven't developed my higher mind to this degree yet. I'm starting to get there. But in some way, you know, they knew that there was a an interconnectedness of consciousness on this planet, and, and it was accessible, you know, and it could be maintained through architecture and through... Uh, through ritual 100 percent uh, adam said mud flood yeah definitely that ties into it 100 percent uh someone said in the comments what's your thoughts on atlantis uh i'm on un i'm undecided on, on atlantis you know um and just to to give another bit of answer um when it comes to tartaria too as well a lot of people um kind of like when you associate tartaria in your mind 
and also like kind of and I was doing this for a while too as well and I'm trying to change my consciousness around this but when you like speak about Tartaria what happens is is you kind of like box Tartarian is like kind of like a, an off branch of civilization you kind of like in your mind you kind of think of it as like is like say for example like when I go to your London or I say to you like Florida or I say the country America or Russia or whatever I say you kind of like associate it being this kind of pocket but what are the, a lot of the knowledge that is being unraveled lately is that Tartaria was a civilization you know uh, just like the Atlanteans were supposedly a civilization you know it wasn't a place you know it was a it was a it was a time on in human evolution a time of consciousness you know sometimes e people even believe that if you look at a lot of uh, Martin Kenny's work if anyone hasn't seen Martin Kenny's work on the cosmic egg theory which is really fascinating uh, basically it's the work of Santa Spanacci too <clears throat> I want to do a podcast about this to be honest with you because um in relationship to the cosmic egg theory and also Santos's work in terms of the work he's work he's done on astrology I've also got another spin on this uh, that I want to add to it because I believe that something I believe that they've got it right but I believe what they're missing is the is the emotion the like the the inner how the inner worlds affect them physical worlds uh through the emotionals through the emotions uh, and I want to kind of like uh speak about that in the future for sure you know I want to like kind of like break that down how I believe that that I do believe that there is these kind of like that that the earth realm could be what they call Atlantis now you know because it's really hard to explain this but like for example when we see the word Atlantis human language has been warped in such a such a way that that we don't even have the parameters and the creativity through it through the expression of language inside of our minds to comprehend that and link in and, and, and interact with our unconsciousness through that lens it's really hard to explain but like like for example the work of like um Santos Bonacci like when he speaks about how how the earth realm is like kind of obviously in a in a Taurus like field and it's obviously through these different cycles that these kind of these outer worlds can kind of be accessed you know like how these um these other realms are like obviously are beyond kind of Antarctica you know beyond the ice wall if you want to call it that and how these can be accessed through the metaphysical through the non-material as human beings go through these cycular uh, like um, cycles of consciousness so he they a lot of their work talks about how Atlantis is actually the earth realm that we're in now and it's just another name for kind of for who, who we are but obviously if you look into the work of just to contradict myself because obviously I don't know everything I'm just sharing it all um, if you look into the work of Plato, uh, Plato mentions through all his uh, work and uh, scriptures that he talks wrote about talking about the Atlanteans, you know, talking about Atlantis, how there was a sophisticated civilization that had um, that was designed uh, like the their their culture was designed. They had like a um, just like they had the Great Pyramids. They had like kind of a, a I don't even know how you would describe this but they had their civilization was like was i think it was seven descendant rings i think to the center of their civilization and within each wall uh, was over i think they said over was it a hundred thousand different languages that are no longer spoken with on the planet were all spoken at this multicultural central hub and that's what plato wrote about you know and also Plato wrote about, you know, the Great Flood in relationship with that, how Atlantis fell within a day and a night, you know, which also links to the Younger Dryas event that Ronald Carlson talks about as well. But, you know, 
I can speak about that, but I don't know if it's true, you know. But what I do know is that there's a lot of deep mysteries at the heart of who we are as people. And, uh, and everything that we're being told is a, is a complete lie, you know. And for me, it's, of course, it's important to understand all this information and really start piecing it together yourself and start piecing together, like, what what your true position is on this. But I think at the heart of it, what it does is, is, like, it takes you to the metaphysical, you know. It's all about the metaphysical. It's all about the nature of the self, nature of reality, nature of the soul, who we are as people and where we're going, you know. I really do believe that. And I think that's what fascinates me about it all because it kind of, like, it nudges your consciousness, you know. And I think that's the purpose of, like, of having that higher mind and that's what the people, the peoples of the past were doing, you know. Um, Michael says... Paul Cook, Hidden History, explains how the pyramids were built and other ancient techniques for the uh, for the for the buildings. Yeah, for sure. Like I say, there's so many there's so many like different points of perspective on this, you know. But one thing is for sure that you know people say like how were these a lot of these structures built? You know, they were used through harnessing energy. They were using harness through using um, sophisticated um, uh, sophisticated chemistry in terms of like turning uh, liquids in a in a rock. You know. Um, who who knows you know deep down you know there's also the ancient alien argument which I, I don't i don't believe at the moment um i used to, it's interesting to let your mind go there but like i say I, be, I just believe that there's been a decline decline in consciousness i really do believe that um and one other question les said perhaps the consciousness of humanity has always ebbed and flowed there's plenty of evidence to show that humanity has reached a peak intelligence and is now entering a period of decline I would actually counter argument that, like I hundred percent agree with what you're saying, but I actually don't believe that. If 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 um if humanity's reached a peak intelligence right now, then we're in trouble. <laughs> we're truly in trouble if humanity's reached that peak intelligence right now. I hope they haven't, because um, I mean, I don't know in your own life. I feel like I've got loads more to go. You know, uh, I feel like I've, I'm still like a little child. You know, at half the times, especially when I get spanked by the universe. <laughs> But um, I believe that I believe that we're actually on the. Um, some people are on the decline, that's for sure. Especially a lot of them who uh, we've seen over the last few years, who've been highlighted over the last few years. But um, but there is a group. There's a lot of people, especially a lot of people who listen to this podcast, who are definitely on that ascension. You know, I really do believe it. And uh, interesting things happen. You know, when more people start activating and waking up. You know, and interesting things happen when you start working on your emotions. You know, because like I said before, I think the nature of reality is heavily linked to our emotions. Um, and I think when you start working through your emotions, you know, you have access to rel- realms beyond uh, the physical. Um, and I've 100% in, in that place a lot, of t- lot of time, you know, and it and the levels to that continue and continue and continue, you know, and keep going on. And there's times where when I enter a new state of being, you know, and I feel the shift with inside myself, um, I can still feel the parameters like there's more, you know. So I believe, I would like to believe that humanity isn't at its peak intelligence and i hope it's bloody not <laughs> always screwed that's for sure um but i do believe that this there could be a splitting with that you know i really do believe that humanity could is going to could reach like what dolores cannon says how humanity could reach the splitting point you know this emergence point like between the kind of the transhumanist world versus kind of this world that's more in touch with this holistic approach with the metaphysical with the non-material you know more connected to source and I can definitely see that that's what's happened, you know. Um, uh, Michael said, have you looked into the five root races of mankind 
Rudolf Steiner's work on it is good. I haven't. I'm definitely going to check that out, though. Um, I might have heard it in different context. Um, actually, thinking of it now, I have thought I have come come in touch with uh, Rudolf Steiner's work. Rudolf Steiner was also an interest of mine for sure. He's definitely someone I'd recommend people to check out. Someone said, Les said, have you looked at Doctor Masura embosis water experiments? Then consider the percentage of water in your body and how we can send thoughts to others. Powerful stuff. Yeah, really good uh, comment that, Les. Um, yeah, 100%. I've looked into all that stuff, you know. Um, it fascinates me, you know, the, the intelligence and the properties within water and also how, like, water itself does have a consciousness. Um, and obviously his experiments that, that Dr. Uh, the uh, Japanese guy, I think he is, the experiments that he did in relationship to how prayer and mantra can affect where and how human consciousness can affect water and, and affect the molecular structure of that water and how it can um how it can kind of um structural how how it can form structure through either like giving it a positive or a negative thought but just to add on the tartaria stuff which is really interesting uh, atlantis was also meant to be built on water um also a kind of um the venetians if anyone's looked at the work of the venetians all their civilization was built upon water look at around the world all the canal systems you know all the sophisticated canal systems that i talked about in the beginning of this podcast they were all built with water at the heart of them the great pyramid of giza built with water underneath which a lot of people don't realize um the pyramids that have that in japan that have gone under the water obviously near the water um so water has always been embedded within there's something about the the, the property of water that the ancient cultures knew was really important you know um, and the reason why i believe that the the venetians they built a civilization on water was because they knew and they, were, they knew by having their consciousness near the water they were by living right near it they were putting their intentions in into the water through prayer through mantra through doing ritual and how that water could affect consciousness and how it could affect the planet you know one of the things that I do a lot of the time, just to take it practically in your own life, how can you do this? This is why water the key, water is the key to life, you know. Do experiments on yourself, you know, like set intentions to your water, you know. Speak of gratitude to your water, pray to your water. And it does interesting stuff to you, know, when you feel it. Um, You know, I keep saying this, I've said this a few times in the podcast. Um, and I'm drinking water as well. <laughs> Good water too. But why I keep saying it all the time is that water um, is going to be the gold of the future. I really do believe it. Um, but, well, I can't remember, I lost my trail of thought there, sorry. But um, I was going to say something, I'll add something else about the water. But, uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, this whole realm is has water at the heart of it. From a metaphysical perspective, the deeper that you go, you know. <clears throat> And Les also said, the thoughts we send to others have an effect on others too. Yeah, for sure. Like from a metaphysical perspective, you know, I've felt that, you know, like I've felt how, um, I remember like feeling this quite a lot and it was overwhelming to a lot, a lot of degrees as well. Like um, there's been times in my life where I felt like I've had to shut it off and I'm trying to learn how to integrate it a lot more. But I've had experiences where like I've been having conversations with people, you know, and from a metaphysical level, I've felt like the negativity of the thought, you know, if someone's been thinking a negative thought. Also, if it's been a positive thought, I felt it too as well, but negatively, you feel it in your gut, you know, you feel it in your, like, kind of your lower part of your body. 
and you feel like it, the energy hit you. It's like a the only way I can describe it is like shards of shards of kind of static energy, maybe, or shards of static pins and needles, if you want to call it that. But you feel it on an energetic level through your body, you know. Because we're all doing that, you know. We're all receivers, um, and we're all receivers and, and also um, transmitters of energy, you know. Like our thought to energy, you know, what you put out there, you get back to. You. You've all heard that before, but you know that's why. Um, through kind of like uh like uh that's why through kind of like the 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 universal like divine laws like you know it's not just about the actions you do it's the thoughts that you're putting out there too as well you know it's how you kind of like what's going on in your head you know as well not just like what the actions that you're carrying out but you know what thoughts are going on in your in your reality you know what are you thinking about you have to bring all this all the darkness to to conscience you have to bring all the dark um, forward and transcend it into light you know you have to bring it all into consciousness when we're walking around in our daily life you know and it can be and it can be it can go deep sometimes you know because you have to become you know you have to become your own you have to become your own master you know like you become the master of this you know because i believe that this whole realm is all about mastering not this but mastering the soul you know but mastering the mindscape you know mastering the um the mental side of things you know it's like it's a we're in a mental world you know like a spiritual world and uh, the keys to kind of to to become the master of that you know and thoughts play a fundamental relationship within that you know to access in the higher states no doubt about it um les says uh someone said preach that's what i'm doing for sure <laughs> Someone, so someone's comments in the comments in the someone's handle is my boyfriend and I love to masturbate together. Hashtag relationship goals. <laughs> they love to do that in the pyramids. So you'll love this. You love doing it. They had the special chamber as well, like within the uh, pyramids, where um, where they used to do that, you know. And they used to activate the pineal gland through it <laughs> while snorting DMT. Not through there, through the other end. <laughs> the acacia plant was it was in Egypt, you know. The acacia plant was in Egypt. <laughs> um, Les said those moving into a higher state and those in a decline. Yeah, it's interesting. Like it's also interesting though, like how because I, I fully believe that like um that the more people who do awaken, like you notice in your own life as you kind of you become a beacon of like there's a like I've I've felt this in my own life how certain people are activators you know how people can go into a room and they can activate certain things in people you know they can make them like through through like energy they can, you can make someone kind of start releasing emotions you can make people start burping you can make start even start make people start shitting the pants you know and I and I'm not even joking with that you know um I really believe that I really um that sounds hilarious and it it is hilarious but it is possible because there is people who have a high energy who can walk in a room and they can make people detox you know from certain things uh, and also groups of people do that as well you know so um which is it which is interesting you know but what happens you know like if more and more people start activating themselves and getting closer to god getting closer to the universe um how does that affect the planet you know how does that tip the balance you know because I, I really do believe that's what's happening um Someone said in the comments, water, hydrokinetic recall, the memory of water. Yeah, for sure. 
yeah definitely like uh water does have a memory you know like a lot of people have wrote books around how water have a memory has a memory and has consciousness uh jared jared pollock he's wrote an interesting book if anyone wants to check out a book about the nature of water and how water has an intelligence jared pollock's wrote a good book um i read that a while ago um harry said some will merge with ai and others will live closer with nature i know where i'm heading off grid yeah for sure i know where i'm heading to as well yeah uh, but yeah i definitely see i definitely do see that like that that's what's going to kind of unfold you know we're going to see this transhuman humanist new humanistic kind of like way of living you know like people who are, are more disconnected than ever it's pretty much like the matrix you know where like probably people are going to be like supping a straw you know and have like neurons connected to them and they're going to be like getting food fed to them down straws while they're just plugged into the metaverse you know uh, harry said i find it so much more fulfilling to live off grid and put my energy into my life all for me and my community rather than feeding the machine yeah for sure well that's what i said like that's where kind of the spells are interwoven you know like when when kind of like man and woman aren't connected to something higher you know um are not connecting with like a, a community of people that are, are cultivating and putting something into something that's positive and full of like full of clean energy wow just had a mad synchronicity there by the way that's nuts wow that was nuts that and it's interesting like so i've just that just knocked us off me uh wow I would have to pause a second there. Just where, so someone underneath the comment where Harry was talking, someone called Change in the comments said, any funny or cool synchronicity that work, coincidences, not numbers. Literally, I hadn't even read that question. I'd just seen these name title, Change, and I just felt it. Like, oh, it's wild. And then literally the question says, any funny or cool synchronicities that work are coincidences, not numbers. That's nuts, that like I'm. I'm taking a moment to process that. That's the coolest synchronicity I've just had. I don't even know why I'm trying to tune in. Why does that come from that? I'm feeling something like I had a dream about that or something last night. That's wild. Um, someone said in the comments that is a wild one. That I'm gonna have to uh, feel into that more. But um, that's a really interesting one. Someone said, "Why is meditating not allowed in the pyramid?" Um, yeah, it's interesting. Like a lot of people go on excursions, and you're not allowed to meditate in the pyramid. You know, who who knows if like if 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 like uh, if Crowley's right, I think it's Crowley or Huxley. I'm not too sure. One of them wrote about this. I think I might have got his name wrong before when I was speaking about him. But spoke about how there is like kind of a a non-material uh, place you can access um, through meditation, or through the astral, or through the dream state in the pyramid. Uh, you know, it makes sense. You know, like. We all know that there's a there's a there's been we all know there's been a kind of a uh a, a blockage if you want to use that word or a kind of a prevent a, 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 there's been a kind of a a wave that's tried to prevent humanity from this higher knowledge from accessing it you know like from connecting to the divine connecting to the source you know but you, you they can't they can't stop it you know like that's the interesting thing about the ley lines is like you know the the ley lines um like for example a lot of these structures around the world which are sometimes even hard to get to now you can't even visit them you know a lot of these structures around the world that are built upon ley lines you know they have the beautiful thing about them is that these ley lines are attached to 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 um to to, to more rivers to more connected to more like uh roads and and paths you know like and what i mean by that is like 
there's one big ley line that connects and branches off you know to all across the planet so you can go and find a ley line yourself you can even look online there's like um a lot of people a lot of people great people who's like kind of all over the world who's kind of like marked out where these ley lines are and i've visited a few of them and i've had ceremony at these some of these spaces especially in the uk and you know the, the energy there is completely different you know and you you just go to them and the metaphysical starts kicking in already you know it really does so um you can do your research on that and find out where in your area there's kind of you know ley lines you know it's cool to do it we did a, a like a hangout with a lot of podcast listeners and we, we we went near one you know and a lot of interesting shit went down that's, that's for sure and i'm sure the people who came to the hangout will uh, vouch for that <laughs> uh, change said thoughts on addiction like how's how's not the thing slash substance that's the problem it's our relationship to it porn junk food smoking party video games yeah for sure i speak about this a lot you know i think it's the one of the biggest things that that um i think one of the biggest things that that creates addiction you know is our um our lack lack of understanding lack, lack of relationship to the deeper spiritual imbalance that's within us all you know like you know, the addictions not uh, not the cause. You know, there's something underneath that surface that causes that problem. You know, uh, spiritual imbalance. You know, and and very much so. A lot of the time, it's traumas. You know, that are linked to our emotions that create uh, our relationship to avoid to avoid the the emotions with inside of ourselves, so we don't face them by numbing them out. You know, like addiction. Our addictions that we'd have. You know, like prevent us from getting to the root of them things. You know, but what I've kind of found a lot of time is that if you move into that darkness, you know, by doing the emotional work, by feeling into them, that's the key. Is it's, it's there's nothing even complicated about. You know, it's just feel what comes up. You know, we we'll all have bad days. We we'll all have things that we're working on. You know, there's days where I'm crying. You know, all the time I have two days where I'm just crying nearly all the time. You know, I feel into stuff. Um. Or having days where I'm just staring, I'll just start, go somewhere and I'll just stare at a brick wall or stare at a tree or stare at a lake or whatever it is, you know, like stare at a problem, um, a physical problem that I'm working on for two days and just be in that thought stream where things and emotions are coming up and the work's coming on and, and it's completely battering us, you know. But the key is is, is to is to allow, allow whatever's coming through, come through, you know, because it's, basically the divine is coming through you in, in the form of trying to show you what needs worked on and uh, as you feel into it you know you clear that thing you know and something else comes up <laughs> and you clear that then something else comes up and you clear that then something else comes up then you're in bliss then you then you cry and then you're in bliss it's like the 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 roller coaster isn't it just like yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh oh ah <laughs> Just to watch the nature. The nature of the work's brutal, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Um, someone said, "We are the blue planet after all." Water, yeah. Uh, someone said, "No one will be living off grid. They will make of that." Uh, I, I'm not. I don't agree with that for sure. I think the. I think. I think that's kind of like a, um, I know I know what you're trying to say, and I can I can understand and sympathise with that understanding. But what I believe is that that kind of consciousness, that type of thinking, that someone can take things away from you, is a is a weak is a weak consciousness. 
uh, and I'm not trying to be nasty or anything. I'm just trying. I'm just tr- giving my understanding on it. And I don't even know if you fully meant that, you know. But I'm just trying to give my perspective. Is that I believe that mentality where we believe that, you know, the government or mummy and daddy can take things away from you, is a very like uh, it's a limiting consciousness. Uh, because I believe that you know once you you break out this mental prison inside yourself, you can do anything you want. You know, you can create whatever reality you want. You know. Um, and I believe that we create it for our we create our worlds for our emotional state anyway. You know, we create it for our inner worlds. So I believe that no one can stop us from doing anything. You know, once you fully tap into it, and also from like a physical perspective, we can see the 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 rhythm of what's been happened on the planet over the last few years. You know, no one's prevented you from no one's made you do anything. You know, they they really haven't. You know, it's your compliance that opts you into their reality. You know, like no one's taught you that. You have to do anything. No one's physically made you do anything. Like I've never done anything that they've said. You know, loads of people I know I never have. So you don't have to do nothing. Uh, you know, you don't have to do nothing. It's through your apply um, compliance. You know, your co- compliance is the key to this place. You know, like there is metaphysical laws which they have to operate via too as well. You know, they can't just. That's why if you look at everything that's come forward over the last few years, there's always been a way, you know. There's always been a way out of it, you know. I'm exempt, you know. Or just stand in your power, you know. Like, it's the same thing for, like, everything, you know. Like, they're not, they're, they're, like no one can stop what's coming on this planet now, you know. There's, there's no way they can't, you know. Too many people are waking up now. Um, but they can't stop people living off-grid, you know. They can try and prevent it, prevent you doing it. You know, they can try and nudge you off the track to do so. You know, they can, like, prevent you from that path. But eventually, you know, when there's enough people, you know, they can't stop. You can't stop, you know. And also when you, like, when you truly know your, you know your laws, if you stand in your power fully, you know, they, they can't do nothing, you know. And also as well, like, to add as well, is, like, we, we underestimate the fact that there is there is also a higher power that is, that is governing us all, you know. Like, the higher power is... Like humanity's on a on a at this crucial point now where some people are going one way and some people are going the other way, you know. But we can see the way that people are going. It's it's a higher expression of love, you know. It's more connected to spirit, you know. And the higher power that governs this planet, you know, wants us to go in that direction, you know. So there is a higher power in our lives. If you believe in a higher power, a higher power will pave the way for you, you know. No matter what you want to do in your life, you just have to tap into it and trust in it, you know. And it will live the way. Um, Harry said some really good questions, by the way really good questions um harry said do you think people living off grid will have any issues from the state going forward uh no i don't i think they're going to be they're going to be too preoccupied with babylon i think people's going to be too busy fighting over food and resources over there that they're not going to be they're not, they're not even going to be worried about uh are they going to be too plugged into the metaverse anyway you know and masturbating over porn that they're not going to be worrying about what's going on over here when people when you're growing food you know uh, I, I don't I don't I don't believe it and, and most of the time as well like um, <laughs> just to be funny from a physical perspective a lot of people who are going to be tapped into that world you know they're going to be so disconnected they're going to be so like like lack of skills that they're going to be relying on on us for for their survival you know 100% you know they're going to be relying on people with skills and people with the courage uh, and the understanding of the physical and the metaphysical to save them you know <laughs> and to help them Especially when it comes to food, that's for sure. Yeah, they're going to be relying because a lot of uh, people are losing a lot of skills now. Um, 
someone said every piece of land will be owned by them no way to ha- no way to hide and be free not not no chance it doesn't happen it doesn't hasn't happened now you know um and also like for example like you know there's loads of interest and hope there's loads of interest in models you know like i've visited pineal for such a long time you know pineal doing so many amazing stuff you know look at the the model that they're setting forward you know look at the way that how they how they're moving forward as a civilization you know as a country you know like how they how they're moving you know they're moving forward as is like um i don't know what what word you want to use it but they're moving forward from a higher mind you know like they don't they're they're not in living in fear you know like they're saying look at this is what we are this is what's coming you know where you know this is how we're operating you know we're having children that aren't adopted to the system you know we don't have our passports anymore you know they're operating from a through like a very fierce way you know like they're moving forward into the new world you know uh, and more communities and more people are going to start doing that you know it's like we're only at the early stages of this right now you know like only only at the early stages where we're kind of at the minute you're seeing like kind of a few people who are starting to start starting to come forward but within us all there's a lot of us who are who are getting sick you know and who are who are kind of physically in their life being forced into this direction you know how many people now can't even pay the bills you know how many people can't even afford to pay for food you know because food bills are going up electricity bills are going up so we're only at the early stages of this now but more people there's a craving and more people to 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 build community uh, and connect in different ways and it, it's coming it really is coming there's no, there's no stopping what's coming now and i think we'll we'll get to see this in the next 20 30 40 years um i really do i think um, especially with the like the with like the framework that's being currently like um birthed right now in humanity it's just going to start growing deeper and deeper and we really are going to start to see like like the the shift happen that's for sure um Les said, have you experienced portals, especially in the woodlands? I was walking in my woods recently and ended up one mile up a hill. I've never had that's mad that. I haven't. I've never experienced anything like that. Never experienced. I've experienced weird situations where I've, I've felt like, like, for example, with a lot of the ley lines where I feel like I'm in kind of like a metaphysical soup or something or reality is distorted or changed, which is really interesting, but that's wild. Uh Someone said, like Sean said, I agree. We as humans were never supposed to live like this. We need to disconnect and get back to a more simple life. We need to reconnect with nature and the land again, 100%. Um, El Pasquale says, can you talk about tapping into the silent witness, the space behind our thoughts, our unconditional true self, presence, essence and presence? Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't. you don't even have to complicate it like that, you know? It's just like... Um, it just that's what that's what you are at all times you know you just have to kind of you just have to tap in you just have to stay present because i think when it comes to like being in that state of consciousness you know a lot of people kind of um kind of what's the word i'm looking for like we like to kind of overcomplicate like that place you know it, it makes it too far away from everyone you know like like a lot of spiritual teachers talk about that that place you know that you have to get to in your mind through meditation or through stillness or whatever it may be and that's all good and well but that state's like accessible in relationship to reality at all times you know you can be in that higher mind at all times you can be having a conversation with someone and be in that place and be in that state because that's the purpose of it you know like when you're interacting within the matrix or you're interacting out of the matrix or whatever you're doing in your life is to be 
of that consciousness at all times you know it's not a place that you go to it's a it's a it's a becoming you know that's what i believe um and i've felt that level raise within me you know i hardly even to be honest with you i hardly even have a physical me- meditation practice where i meditate you know um, I'm always in that state of meditation as much as I can, you know. Obviously, I feel my consciousness slip out of it, but I'm always in that place, you know. Every person that turns up for us, I'm in that metaphysical, you know. Every interaction I have, I'm in the metaphysical. If I react in a bad way or if I react in a positive way, I'm consciously in that place, you know, and and, and kind of riding that line between, like, um, between like me and feeling my emotional state when I'm reacting, when I'm not reacting, um. So I believe that the that place that you're referring to is a state that that we that we all need to walk, be walking in walking at all times through in life, you know, not just a place that we go to. So I hope that answered your question, but it's good, really good question. Um, uh, it's a good question. Uh, Change said, "Do you think workplaces are a place of?" of people sharing the same trauma to repeat the cycle and become aware of it and heal uh yeah 100 percent um everything everything is like the, this is what this whole place is uh, this whole place is um is of that nature it's operating through the law of attraction you know like um everything that's turning up for you is for you to learn you know like if the the, the law of attraction is repeating in our lives because we haven't learned the lesson uh you know relationships turning up again um the same situations repeating generationally um something happened to you know, like your mom that happened to y- you you know generationally it's been passed down and also physically you know the nature of this place is the law of attraction that's happening is things are turning up for us um through work through a job whatever it may be and it's turning up for us for us to see the lesson and learn you know and i think if you're open to that it can be hard sometimes to be like because the same things keep repeating and we don't learn the lesson because sometimes we are like that dumb monkey mind you know where we don't see the lesson but it's keep turning up again and again and again until we learn the lesson you know uh, and i think dreams are also similar to that as well it's the same occurrences and same things that happen in our dream state until emotionally we release them but uh 100 everything not just our workplaces but absolutely everything is the law of attraction uh from what needs to be healed and worked on um anyway i'm going to leave it there um really good questions by the way and really good comments as always and i hope you like this one um it went all over the place as always and i really liked the, the conversation of tartaria i thought it was a good one i hope you did and i'll catch you in the next one um whenever that is um and it probably be in a maybe four or five days time i'll do another live and i'll catch you in that one um, and if anyone has any questions like um if anyone has any questions uh feel free to like kind of uh maybe comment on one of the, on this video in the actual comments or comment on another video or or messages via one of me or via the telegram group or even via um my instagram account or whatever it may be or the facebook page and um and i'll kind of like i can put them into kind of some order so i don't miss any questions you know because sometimes when i'm reading the comments in the live it's kind of hard because the bar's moving up fast and i'm missing i'm trying to think of to answer a question and then I'm also trying to read the next question to keep it flowing. So sometimes by asking a question beforehand, I can kind of like prep prep a few, you know. I do like interacting with people, but I can prep a few as well just to get in the right frame of mind. But anyway, I love you all. Uh, have a good one and um, I'll catch you very soon. Uh, keep seeking as always. Big love.
Thanks so much for checking out that podcast. I hope you liked it. As I promised, it was a good one and I dive deep for sure. Um, and if you can, as always, check out the one-off donation option and the Patreon page. Like I said in the intro to this thing, it's the best way to help, help this thing keep going. And if you're interested in some personal one-on-one coaching, I have some links on my website, on the Ascend podcast website, and I'm more than happy to help you out. But anyway, just to play this one out as I always do, I know a lot of you just come here for this. <laughs> but anyway, uh, this is an interesting song. I've actually only just recently come across it. I just thought it was a really nice, clean and fitting song, especially when I've mentioned the pyramids. Um, I should It should be one of them words for me, the pyramids. Every time, I don't know if anyone's seen the UK version of the Inbetweeners from the UK, but every time Jay says his girlfriend's name, he gets smacked in the balls. It should be one for me. Every single time I mention the pyramids, I should get a big smack in the balls. <laughs> but anyway, this one is a really clean song. That's why I wanted to put it on. It's just a really nice, clean song. Um, you've probably sick had enough of my rap that I keep putting on. But anyway, this is more of a clean song, um, and I just thought it was fitting for the podcast. So anyway, the song is by a group called Blue Water Highway. I've just come across them. And the song is called Pyramids. Ah, smacking the balls. (laughs) So enjoy Pyramids. Ah, (laughs) enjoy the song Pyramids anyway by uh, the group Blue Water Highway. Big love. Well, I've been dreaming about the pyramids of Egypt, the wall of China, and the streets of ancient Rome. Maybe we could travel. Someday, red line on a map A silver plane like Indiana Jones Oh, I know you're feeling Like you're stranded on an island Hear me out now It could be just for a day Maybe we could take a jungle
Maybe we could just come by